are you looking to start a podcast like this? Anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free. You can create podcasts from your phone, computers, or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks. Make money easily with no minimum listenership requirement. It is the podcast platform for all. Download the free app today from your app stores or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to This Dev Life, the podcast for developers where we talk about the daily life of developers, challenges we face, and how we overcome these challenges every single day. Join me and let's have fun together. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're listening to this podcast episode. I am your host, Dara Oladapo, and it is nice to have you join us again today. Today with me on the show, I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Jafflet, who will be talking to us on one of the very interesting topics in the world of technology and especially as it relates with developers. Mr. Jafflet, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you very much, Dara. Hello, everybody. Nice being here with you all. I'm Jafflet Wamun. I'm a gold Microsoft Learn Student Ambassador from Nigeria. I'm currently studying computer science and in my final year. I love talking about artificial intelligence, love talking about automation, anything that has to do with technology, basically. Um, Love Power Platform, Microsoft's local development platform, which enables you either build softwares, build applications, um, visualize data, and do lots of other amazing things without writing code. I'm also a social developer building desktop applications soon. As a Nigerian world, I love Nigerian Jelov. Um, not had the opportunity to have a taste of Ghana Jelov. Probably I might also fall in love with Ghana Jelov. Let's go back again to visit Ghana um, someday soon. Um, for things I do, I love playing football. Well, I've tried other sports. I've tried playing table tennis. I wasn't good at it. But we'll leave the story for another day. <laughs> tried basketball. Not good at it soon. So yeah, I had to stick with football so that, that, that that's a little about me all right nice to meet you jeff so we were going to talk about one of the most interesting topics well, one of them of course and it's the concept of artificial intelligence especially as it relates with developers uh so mostly when developers get talking around ai uh at least for beginner developers they sort of think hey this thing is super complex, this thing is too much for me. Experienced developers maybe get a hang of it, but what exactly and how exactly would you explain AI to someone just starting out in coding? Okay, great. Thank you very much. So, for a lot of persons, they think artificial intelligence has to do with automation only. You know, when your machine or your computer is able to carry out repetitive tasks, 
and without you having to push a button or having you to maybe write something or do something. But artificial intelligence is way more than that. You know, there are two definitions that, that have always stuck um, when telling people about artificial intelligence. And I would be um, sharing these two definitions with you. Now, Investopedia defines artificial intelligence as the simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think like humans and mimic their actions. Now take note of some keywords, simulation of human intelligence in machines. Now these machines think like humans and mimic their actions. Webopedia defines artificial intelligence as building of smart machines capable of performing tasks that typically require human intelligence. And so when, when I hear of um, read this definition, it reminds me of the fact that artificial intelligence or an artificial intelligence solution should be able to do things humans can do. And I'll be talking a little about this um, later on. Okay. All right. So, we majorly will be talking about some of the uh, aspects of AI services as it relates with developers or anyone willing to learn in this age and time. So, what will those three things be that we'll be talking about today? Artificial intelligence actually has applications in tons and tons of fields and areas and, you know, ways. But I actually picked these three um, to just talk a little about them. Now, first application of artificial intelligence is computer vision. Let's not forget our earlier definitions of artificial intelligence. We said it's the simulation of human intelligence in machines. So how does computer vision display human characteristics? Now for you see, and whatever we see, we're able to assimilate it or a picture is drawn in our head and stored there. And then we know, oh, this is what it, it means this is what is happening, this is this and this is that. Now that's exactly what computer vision does. It helps machines to replicate the human visual system. Machines are able to see, once they see, they're able to interpret, interpret what they have seen and then they are able to understand what is happening around. Now, for in computer vision, they are divided into different parts or have different parts in computer vision. For example, we have image recognition image detection and recognition now for image recognition what happens is it has to do with image detection that is it detects the image this is an image but in image recognition it doesn't just detect it but then it classifies the content of the image now in that particular image it identifies the main objects and then the whole image is classified just by a single class. So for example, we could have an image of different animals and our image recognition software, what it does or what it would do is just pick a dog. And so it looks through that picture and picks the dog only. That's for image recognition. Now there's another part called object recognition. Object 
recognition does image recognition but this time it also predicts the location of the different images now if, if we build object recognition um, solutions we would notice they always have this bonding box around specific um, parts of the picture so maybe for example that same picture will have 20 animals it has a blue bounding box picture them taking notes of a dog then it has probably a yellow for a lion or um, a red for a tiger and all of that it tells us the different different content of that picture so the multiple objects in that particular picture identified and this time too it classifies these different objects into their different categories unlike image recognition where we classify these just by um, a single class another computer vision um, face rec facial recognition is also another part now in facial recognition what it does is it captures human face and then once it has captured the face it already has a database where it has faces it runs through that database probably for um, a specific person runs through it and then tries to facial recognition is mostly used for user authentication but there's something really complex about facial recognition the accuracy of facial recognition is lower than other types of recognition such as your iris recognition where it captures just your eyes and then unlocks your device or does any other authenticates however it is programmed to authenticate it's also different for fingerprint recognition because your fingerprint always have to, once it matches it, your devices um, or the user gets authenticated. Now, this type of facial recognition, it captures the face and at different times, the face of the person might look different. Um, we've heard jokes of when we hear of ladies who probably did their facial recognition um, on their mobile devices while having makeup and then middle of the night they have to unlock their phone when they're taking their bed and then they are not able to unlock their phone you know we've heard that joke before it really happens why because artificial um facial recognition captured the particular part how was your what was between your jaw and your chin and all of those little little things so when it has another face on the device, um, it is the same. Now that's on that computer vision. Remember, we said machines are able to see and also store the things the same. Now, humans too can also converse with each other so you know just same we have social media platforms we have facebook we have whatsapp you can chat with people and then they respond and answer their questions machines can do that soon and this falls under natural language 
under natural language understanding, you have what we call conversational AI. Just the same way humans can chat, machines too can also chat with artificial intelligence. Conversational AI, I like categorizing it under two different parts. First, chatbots. Now, chatbots, as the name implies, is used for chatting only. You know, asks it questions and it answers. Majority of times, you connect to a database, a QA database, or probably a website. And then, whenever a particular question is asked by the user, it goes to that website, fetch that particular question, and then gives that particular, that same answer on the website to wherever it is to the user. It could also be a PDF, it could be a Word document, wherever we have it stored. Another thing with a chatbot is there are certain things you can't do with it. It's just for chatting. You know, it's just um, ask your questions and I answer your questions, ask your questions and answer your questions. But there's another part of conversational AM which has to do with virtual assistants or virtual agents. This time, it does more than just chatbots. You are able to do lots more. So for example, um, I need to book a ticket, a flight ticket. I can do that online. That's way more than chatting. I can do that online. Or let's say I need to transfer money from one user to another, to a friend. I'm able to do that. And let's say, for example, I have to speak to um, a human agent. It also gets that done for me. I'm able to do that in, with a virtual um, assistance. So that's for natural language um, understanding. Now, humans are also able to speak. And when they speak, they are able to listen to others, understand what others have said, assimilate it, and um, possibly do whatever they want to do with it, you know, carry out sorts of tasks with it. Machines too can do this. And this field is known as natural language processing. Now, for natural language processing, it enables machines to be able to hear. And when they hear, they are able to convert what they have heard to text. The parts that converts what is being heard to text is known as speech recognition. You could also have your text being read out loud to you. That's text-to-speech um, recognition too. And that's for natural language processing. So now, with these three different parts, there are tons of others like I mentioned earlier, but with these three different parts, we can see that artificial intelligence is actually a, a really interesting field, and it actually has to do with machines being able to do things humans can do. Um, carry out activities that humans can um, carry out. Okay. So you're basically telling me that if I'm a developer today, I can go ahead and start recognizing people's faces, their voices, and start writing apps that utilizes all this. Yep. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay, so if I wanted to get started as a developer, where would I go to do that? Of course, uh, I'm probably guessing you give me links. Uh, but you can mention a few of them uh, and of course the links you give me I'll put them in the description show notes of the podcast episode so please go ahead and tell me where I can get started with all this AI stuff as a beginner developer 
print. So first, it depends on what you are intending to build. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you are intending to build. Um, if, for example, you are building a facial recognition software, you can make use of TensorFlow in Python. It enables you build all of those softwares um, if you are a developer. There are lots of other platforms I would share with you. But TensorFlow is one that um, a lot of developers use when building this. The others I would share with you so you can um, include um, in the section. Okay, all right. Thanks very much, Mr. Jaffler. This has been pretty, really educative for me, especially, and also I'm guessing also for the listeners of this podcast episode. And I hope you've had some fun talking and joining me on the show today, Mr. Jafflet. Yeah. Just to mention, yeah. Um, for those who are non-developers, I also like talking about them too. Um, so in case they are interested in building solutions that they don't have knowledge of programming. Now, Microsoft Azure actually has gives you the opportunity to do all of this without writing code. Microsoft Azure AIM has custom vision. It enables you build your computer vision solutions without writing code. And, um, you could also build your, your speech recognition softwares and all of those without writing any line of code. So I would share the links with you. Um, I would really love to talk more about this, but because it's short and because of time, anybody that would like to learn more can reach out to me and then get on the conversation and put the person through on how he or she can get started. Whether he or she is a developer or not a developer, um, how he or she can get started with artificial intelligence and good solutions. Okay, sure. So get ready for more mentions in your DM once I post this episode of the podcast. So, thank you very much, Jafle. Do you have any final words for our listeners on the show today? Yeah, so, um, a lot of times I've heard people talking about technology not being for them. You know, um, I studied literature in school, or I studied English language, what are amazing technology for? So what does it, uh, artificial intelligence have to do with it? The fact is, no matter the field you belong to, no matter what you studied, either at the university or you didn't even go to university, technology still has an impact in your life. Like every day, every single thing you do, you come across technology in one way or another. So I, I would like to encourage lots of persons to learn about technology. The world is going to a phase where everything becomes tech, 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 tech. Like software is everywhere, you know, head of the financial sector and all of that. You will no longer have to go to your bank. You can do all of those things. Softwares be everywhere. So if fourth industrial revolution bring lots of things, I think it's key that we try to get started. Even if we're not learning everything, can just get started, learn a little to have an idea of technology. Um, it, it will really help us in the future. All 
right, all right, all right. Thanks very much, Jaffa for coming on the show today and shedding light on what AI really means for developers, for non-developers, and folks. So, people, if you have enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and tell your friends and family and anyone you care about about this podcast. And of course, I will drop all the links to where you can get started with doing AI stuff. And of course. I'll give out Jaffler's contact, but not his personal contact, his Twitter handle. So you can reach out to him and ask your questions and I'm certain that he will get to your questions and answer them. So people, if this has been insightful for you, I would enjoy you to go ahead and listen to your past episodes and also future episodes that will come up of this podcast so you can favorite this on your favorite podcast platform we are available on spotify amazon music uh, google podcast and a whole lot of other platforms you can just go ahead also to my website and find out about this all right people till i come your way again with another guest on the show i will say stay devi and have a very nice day goodbye podcast for developers by Darao Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.